Hey guys, Broke Investor here. Um, making a podcast today. I'm talking about um, how I went from zero dollars to twenty five thousand dollar portfolio, and you know, just try to motivate a few of you guys to if you're just starting out or if you're just in the middle of everything, um, you know, to en- enjoy the ride and you know, celebrate the milestones and don't feel discouraged. You you'll all get there. I mean, I. Obviously, twenty five thousand to most people is not even it's still nothing, but you know to me, I just needed to sit back and celebrate it because you know about three years ago, I had nothing. I started out with nothing, I knew nothing, so to me it's a it's worth a podcast and it's worth celebrating, so I hope you guys enjoy all right thanks a lot. What's going on, everyone broke ass investor. Back for another wonderful podcast. <clears throat> Why the hell not? So, I mentioned on my Instagram <clears throat> the other day, yesterday, that I just hit uh, $25,000 in my portfolio in my taxable brokerage, which was worth posting about because to me, you know, $25,000 is a milestone, just like how $10,000 was. And you know, $50,000 will be, etc. So <clears throat> that being said, it's actually, you should not forget to sit back and celebrate each and every milestone because although, you know, when you start out investing, especially in the beginning, you feel like you're getting nowhere and it's never enough, you know, you have to look back to where you actually came from, which was nothing, Obviously, prior to when you started, you had nothing. So from going nothing to maybe even $1,000 or $5,000, that's a good accomplishment. Um, Especially if, you know, it took you a while to get there. Because it's not that easy to, you know, not only save money, but actually have spare money to be able to risk and throw in the stock market. So, you know... Having money in the stock market is, you know, it's risky. So the fact that you're able to hold money in the stock market means you don't need the money, number one, which is great. And, you know, it means you've been, you know, doing things pretty well, assuming your uh, total portfolio is, you know, going up. Um, So anyway, I just wanted to talk about how I got from how I went from zero to 25,000. You know, how can a broke-ass investor have $25,000 in his brokerage account? And I would have asked the same thing, you know, back three years ago because I started again with nothing. I literally knew nothing, had no money, but one thing clicked. One day I said, what the hell am I doing, you know? I mean, I work in accounting, so for, you know, at least... For so many years, people have been bugging me, you know, you got to teach me about the stock market. I'd be like, I don't even know anything about it. And I kept asking myself, why the hell not? You know, I just was intimidated by it like everyone else is. So long story short, you know, I looked up a few podcasts, YouTube channels, did some reading and it started. The research began. So I knew, you know, from there where to go, where to look. And, you know, I keep learning every day. So again, I started back in a little earlier than November 2017, um, again with no money, and I opened an account with Robinhood. 
which I use them because at the time I simply Googled free commission brokerage or free brokerage. And sure enough, Robinhood came up. Did I trust them in the beginning? No, I didn't even know what they were. Um, but, you know, I did some research and long story short, sure enough, yeah, they're legit brokerage. So I signed up, I got my free stock and what did I do from there? I referred everyone I knew so I can get more free stocks. It doesn't matter if they, you know, if I can, you know, talk them into it or not. I just said, you know, this is, it's free brokerage, free trades. And everyone likes, everyone wants to get involved with the stock market, but they don't really want to do the work. So getting people to sign up when Robinhood uh, was easy, getting them to continue and invest, not so much. Uh, so anyway, from there, what I did was I started depositing, you know, money little by little. And in November of 2017, I got my first dividend of, um, I don't know if it was one dividend or multiple, but I, I got 50 cents worth of dividends. Actually, I could check right now my gigantic spreadsheet. Um, yeah, I got 50 cents from three stocks. Yeah, one was Gladstone, ticker symbol GLAD, which I actually still own. One was Cornerstone Strategic Value Fund, um, which I do not own, but their ticker symbol CLM. I was chasing yield on that one. And the other one was an ETF, um, PowerShares S&P 500 High Dividend, ticker symbol SPHD. Uh, I sold out of them. Uh, because, well, the main reason I would... I sold out of them is I didn't want to use ETFs. I eventually got to a point where I said, I, you know, I want to invest in individual companies because I want to do the work. I don't want to pay, you know, even if it's a low percentage, I don't want to pay any percentage to um, a fund, you know, to do my, um, you know, the stock allocation for me. I want to be able to choose myself, the company. So that's why I got out of it. But SPHD, it was a good stock. Um, dividend was stagged, you know, all over the place, staggered, not consistent each month. I didn't like that either, but, uh, but yeah, I got 50 cents from those three stocks. And at the time, those few dividends, oh man, I was happy. I was very happy, you know, cause you, you just never, before getting involved with investing, you wouldn't know that you can actually just get dividend payments for saving your money into a company, putting your money into a company. So from that point on, I've been researching dividend investing, you know, and I eventually just got to a point where I said, this is it. This is my goal. My long-term goal is to invest only, and again, it's still only <clears throat> dividend stocks. So I wanted to make an account solely for dividend paying stocks. And the reason for that is I wanted another source of income. Uh, obviously, I have a job like everyone else. And, it, you know, you got to work for your money this, for active income. But I want to be able to make money elsewhere from doing nothing, from just putting money away. Uh, obviously, you know, you can't do that in a savings account at a bank. And, you know, you can't really do that unless, unless you buy a, you know, buy a house and get rent. So how else can you make money? You know, passive income, dividends. Because sure enough, there are stocks, even cheap stocks out there that are pretty decent. 
uh, that do pay dividends. So that's, um, you know, how I got started. And I, from day one, I tracked each and every dividend, um, each and every stock, uh, each and every penny I put into my account. So, and I could talk about that briefly, but I just wanted to, you know, stay. So from November 2017 till now, we're now in September 2020. So it's about three years, but I'm at $25,000. And it's not like I'm chunking away large amounts. Um, I've been putting away maybe, I'll say, 500 to, you know, a- average 600 per month, sometimes seven, sometimes less, a lot less, because sometimes I don't have the money. Um, you know, when you got to pay your mortgage, there's nothing. You ain't getting nothing out of that check. So um, it, it, it varies. Plus, I was at trying to get out of debt at the same time. So especially in the beginning, I was not putting too much money into it. Um, but I was trying to do a minimum of 400 per month uh, at the time. Um, so yeah, at the same time, you know, I was vesting, investing small numbers, but I was also learning at the same time. I made quite a few mistakes, I'll say. Um, I invested in some high-yielding stocks, chasing yields, which, you know, eventually I got out of because I just don't want to risk. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that, you know, it's, it wasn't for me because I want to invest in a stock to buy and hold forever. I want to invest in a stock who's going to pay me a dividend and I don't have to worry about it. I want to invest in a stock who's going to increase my dividend year over year. So, you know, these are all things that eventually, um, I decided that's my risk tolerance. Even though I'm not ready to retire, I still want the safer stocks. Don't get me wrong, I have a lot of REITs. You know, I have some riskier stocks. Um, but And I do get higher yield from them. So I'm willing to take risk, but there's certain stocks that I'm just not willing uh, to deal with. So that's why, I've, you know, I've since done, uh, I've reallocated my account over the past three years to get to a point where I, you know, I'm, I could give you all of the stocks that I own and not feel bad, you know, one way or the other. Um, I'm, I, res- I have a respectable, in my opinion, respectable uh, account. Um, how, many, how many stocks do I own right now? Let's see. I own about 34 different companies over each and every sector. So, again, it took me about, you know, these three years to get here, but... Um, I'm fairly diversified and I'm, you know, I'm very comfortable with that, the choosing of my stocks. So anyway, this podcast was just to talk about how I got to $25,000 from nothing. Um, Because if you're thinking, maybe you're just starting and maybe you're saying, uh, you know, I wish I had that much money. Because sure enough, when I start, I'm, you know, I'm just looking, I'm like, damn, how long is it going to take me to get here, there, the other thing? Um, but it's really, it's just not that hard. You just have to be consistent. Um, and if you want to play the trade game, that's on you. If you want to try to, uh, you know, make moves and make, port, you know, capital gains and use that money on dividend stocks, that's up to you. I did not go that route. I invested only in dividend paying stocks and that was the risk and the idea was I'm holding these companies so um, you know obviously I'm investing new money as I mentioned each month 
you know, anywhere from four to six to 700, whatever. And I'm also investing, reinvesting the dividends that I'm getting from these stocks. So I don't do drip, which is automatic reinvestment into that same company, but I, uh, the dividends go right into my brokerage account and I take that money along with any new allocated money and I put that where I want, um, you know, to, to fit where I think, you know, the deals are to fit, um, on my monthly income, you know, I may want to get paid on a certain month to be a certain amount. So I look at the, you know, the payment schedule, um, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, but you know, you get, you got to do what you got to do. But, um, but yeah, my first dividend was 50 cents by the end of that. Well, the next month was December. Um, and I got 293 that month. So it was a huge jump. Um, and then that next December, the following year, I was up to $30. And then the following year is, I was at 57. And as of August, I'm up to 73. Um, this month, September, I'm going to probably close at 75. So I'm on my mission to get up, you know, $100 per month in passive income. And I can't wait to hit that. That's been a goal I've been looking at. I was supposed to hit it by this December. Uh, COVID kind of happened and it's not, you know, because of that. I'm not going to say because of that. Even with that, I probably wouldn't have made it. But uh, I would have came close. But now I'm not I'm definitely not going to hit it. But I'll work on, you know, I'll definitely hit it next year. So you can't get discouraged because you don't have any money or you're just starting off or you should, you're, you're thinking, oh, I should have started earlier. I did that a lot in the beginning and eventually I stopped and I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm still doing a lot more than other people my age. Um, most people are scared, you know? They're they're just like, they, they don't want to take the risk or they just say, I don't know what I'm doing. And, you know, it's kind of stupid because um, it's not rocket science. It's, it's you if you know where to get the information, if you're willing to read a little bit, it's really not rocket science. All the history is there. Everything's posted. I mean, you go to the company's website, they have to have an investor relations page. I mean, it's literally an entire page and department that works on showing you the company's history and how they did and all this and that. So if you have the time, you're willing to do it. The information's there. Obviously, um, you care about what the market thinks as well, you know, what everyone thinks, because obviously Tesla's another story. They're, they've been blowing up. People just like the company, um, you know. Are they overvalued per se? Sure. Does that mean anything? No. The company, it's just going up and up and up. Everyone's, you know, you see all the professionals say, oh, that's overvalued. Don't buy stock. Don't buy Tesla. And sure enough, it's up another 10%. It's up another 20%. So, you know, you got to trust yourself and what you think. Go buy what's actually happening. Um, but yeah, so if you're just starting off, don't feel bad. Just do it. And then, you know, make some goals, track them, feel good about it. Enjoy the milestones. Celebrate each one. Share it with me. I'll, I'll be happy to celebrate it with you because it's exciting. Not going to lie. Um, so anyway, that's, it. that's all I got to say about um, the broke-ass investor. Starting at zero uh, prior to November 2017 and finally hitting 25000 total portfolio um, in September of 2020, uh, many more milestones to come, but this was, this was a good one. I'm pretty happy about it. 
Um, could it go under 25 tomorrow? Sure, but whatever. I'm celebrating it anyway. Um, so anyway, uh, Broke-Ass Investor, if you enjoyed the podcast, um, I know you can't comment or anything on here, but you can reach out to me at uh, on Instagram under The Broke Investor, Twitter, The Broke Investor. Uh, so message me if you enjoy this content or want to hear something else. I'm just curious, you know. Um, I know there's a couple people, at least on my Instagram, that like th- these podcasts, and I do appreciate it. Shout out to all of you, um, you know, because the more I get the feedback, the more that motivates me to actually keep making these because uh, I do get lazy sometimes. But but anyway, again, hope you enjoyed the uh, the podcast. Later. <laughs>